Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Steph Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. And this week, this is the Brexit special episode. Yes. Yeah. For all the UK and EU listeners out there, as you know, Brexit happened. It finally happened. After three years, we have left the EU. I sound really excited about this, and I'm not. I was <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm like, you sounded like you're very pro-Brexit no. right uh, now. For anyone listening, I was a Remainer. Um, we're not yeah. going to get into to politics in, in the episode. However, we are dedicating this episode to Brexit, though. So, yeah, we officially left the EU two days ago. And so I was doing some reading on this and what it means for EU nationals and UK citizens. And for the time being, uh, it sounds like nothing is going to change for about roughly the next year. So there's still going to be free movement for EU nationals uh, and UK citizens no visa requirements, nothing nothing any different than, than what we have now. However, come the end of this year, though, that's when things are going to change, where people living, uh, either UK citizens living within the EU or vice versa, they're going to have to apply uh, for remain status. So without going into more detail on that, we thought we would talk about <laughs> some of the issues that we face when it comes to Border border control? Border control, border security, yeah. Immigration, visas, that, is... that kind of thing. So, And we're, we're not talking like the Israel-Palestine border no. or any kind of... Content- we're talking about like friendly nation borders. Yes. So our issues are very low on the scale of border issues. Mm. We're just talking some of the dumb shit we yeah. have. Not being prepared yeah. for maybe visiting certain countries. We're going to talk about those. Um, yeah. So this is why it's uh, dedicated to Brexit. We're not talking Brexit. Because do you know what? To be quite honest, I think everyone's sick of talking about Brexit. We have been for the last three years over in the UK. So yeah, it's done. It's happened. 
We're moving on. All right. <laughs> well, this was a timely one for me, too, because actually I had a family friend here for about a week recently, and since we last recorded, actually, and when I went to pick him up at the airport, and this always happens when I pick people up, waiting, 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 not coming out. And I know there's Wi-Fi in the airport, so people can get a hold of you. So I'm messaging them. I'm like, hey, is everything okay? And I get back a good old, like, in a, you know, border detention room, like, secondary. Um, we'll tell you when I get out. All right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. And then I'm hoping they do get out because you can get sent back. Um and what happened is he had actually gotten a DUI 34 years ago. Oh, my God. So when he when he applied for his Australian tourist visa, he just said, you know, like, no criminal record, nothing like that. Not even thinking about it from 34 years ago. Um, but then when he actually flew in from New Zealand to Australia and on you fill out the paper form, mm-hmm. he, he just thought of it. So he ticked yes. And they raised a flag in the system that he had lied. Um, they saw that the two documents didn't match. So, yeah, he got pulled in and took about an hour longer. Uh, but that got me thinking. I'm like, oh, man, all the, you know, the daily issues that happen all the time at the border that you just don't hear about. Well, and it's so funny that you're mentioning that. I know that. Um, have you ever seen those reality show stuff? And I don't know if they actually air them in Australia. Oh my gosh. But the border security oh. shows. Australia has its own. Yeah, but they, they yeah. air them here in the UK. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're they're it shows like it's called border security and it's always um it's always within Australia and New Zealand. And they air it in the UK and there's oh. always like Yeah, we get it here. Yeah. Okay. You know, I didn't know if they still aired it. Like it's quite old. But I was actually <laughs> watching it this morning because before we recorded I was just sort of flipping through the TV and I saw it come on. I'm like, ah, oh, I need some inspiration. And there's definitely some hilarious cases on there. Like some of them are a lot of them have to do with drugs. There was this one woman that she hid a bunch of uh drugs in her wig, which was quite obvious. She had oh this big God. like cone head <laughs> and they're like, Ma'am, we know you have drugs <laughs> in the wig. Um <laughs> But, uh, I mean, thankfully I've never, I've never, they really are. Um, I've never had any serious cases, thankfully. I mean, the worst case for me is I think when I went to Sri Lanka a few years ago, um, the, my birth date was wrong on, uh, the visa that I I had to get ahead of time. Um, and I remember, I remember getting off the plane and I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I put my birth date in. It wasn't even close. My birthday's September 6th, and I had put in, like, June 2nd. Like, it wasn't even like I switched the month and date. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, and so I remember getting off, and I'm thinking, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go up. Maybe they won't notice. Yeah. And I, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just like, you know, get through. No problem. And I get up, and the guy's looking at my passport, and then the visa and he's like uh we got a problem i'm like oh no why what's the problem and he's like what happened uh, sir he's like well this doesn't match it says here your birthday is june 2nd and i'm like oh my goodness i had no idea it must have been a mistake (laughs) but the thing is i was reading up on it and it had said if you make a mistake on the visa like i was reading up online it was like oh you have to pay for another one uh, it can be a pain in the ass to get it while you're there. So I was panicking. I'm like, fuck, like it's going to cost me another like 40 bucks or whatever it was. And then the the security officer was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just go to the office there and they'll fix it for you. And I went, oh, literally nice. went in, didn't have to pay anything extra. They were like, yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll g- give you a new one. So really it wasn't a big deal, but I had spent too much mm-hmm. time reading up on, you know, sometimes you go on like TripAdvisor or you read about, 
like oh, other people's experiences yeah. and it was you can definitely psych yourself i out. definitely yeah i did but guys just make sure you got your birthday right and all the details correct but i mean that's my only that was nothing i mean it, it, steph i feel like you have far more <sighs> cases than i do i have so many issues and i think and almost all of them have been at the u.s border from going from canada into oh, the u.s really? i would have thought that would have been yeah a, an easy no and and well, it kind of is like I I mean, I certainly have taken it for granted all my life that I can move so freely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's part of why I went and got my global traveler card because I just was always having issues. They're just it's the stupidest shit. Always the stupidest <laughs> shit. It usually like, is the with one you, to be fair. <laughs> and some of it is it is. It's my own stupidity sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of years ago I was flying into California. So I was at Pearson Airport, and at Pearson Airport in Toronto, there is a terminal, an area specific for people traveling into the United States. Mm. So they do the United States Customs Border Security in Toronto Pearson. So you go in, you fill out the tech, you know, the tick box. Are you bringing money? Have you handled monkey piss? Like all those <laughs> random questions. Right. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Walk up, hand the guy the card. He takes it, and then I look at him, and one of the questions on there is, um, are you bringing any citrus fruit with you? And so I look at him. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I've got an orange in my bag. Can I throw it in the garbage? Right. (laughs) And he just looks up at me, and he goes, I really wish you didn't just say that. Oh, no. (laughs) Because apparently, when you walk up to those guys, there's a red line on the floor, and that red line is you entering the United States of America since that's U.S. border security there. Mm. So at that point, when I said that to him, I had officially lied on a United States immigration form. Oh, no. (laughs) And they take that stuff very seriously. Oh, my God. Do they ever? So I got pulled into secondary, and I had to wait. And this is, guys, another reason why you go to the airport three hours ahead of time. Mm. I got pulled into secondary, and I had to wait for someone from the United States Department of Agriculture no, to come interview me. No, for an orange? I did, for an orange. Oh and I clearly wasn't taking this seriously, because it was so absurd. Um, so I'm sitting back there, and there's all these other people sitting back there. And honestly, like I felt so bad, because everyone else looked you know, concerned and scared to be back there. And I'm just like twiddling my thumbs. There's posters on the wall every five feet that say, like, absolutely no, you know, uh, phone usage, technology. And I'm bored. So I'm looking at the guy at the desk and I go, I'm like, excuse me, are we allowed to use our technology here? Um, Of course you did. (laughs) And I can't imagine you not being on your phone for (laughs) like any extended period of time. I wasn't. And it was painful. And he just looks at me and glares at me. I was like, okay, we don't make jokes back here. <laughs> Which, I mean, common sense, yes. Mm. Um, it was just the situation was so ridiculous. So finally, over an hour later, someone comes and gets me. They pull me back and they're like, why are you here? I'm like, I have an orange in my bag. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and he's I like, a snack. well, he's like, would you be willing to throw that in the garbage? I'm like, That's genuinely what I asked the guy over there if I could do. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted to do that two hours ago. So he pulls out the... He makes a show. Like, he pulls the garbage can from under the desk and sits it up for me to throw it in. And as I'm throwing it in, and I'm like, you know this orange is from California, right? 
<laughs> I guess I'm putting it in. And because honestly, can- Canada does not grow oranges. We import yeah. them from California or Florida, right. really. And but I said, I'm like, you know, this is from California where I'm going, right? He's like, how do you know that, ma'am? And I'm like, oh, my God. Because everyone knows that's where we get oranges. (laughs) But, and yeah, so genuinely stupidest fucking thing. But you got. Can hold you up for two hours. (laughs) That just reminds me, Steph. So you saying, oh, you know, the orange comes from California. Do you remember when I came to see you in Australia and I had to go through China? Oh, no. And I had my. (laughs) I was hoping I would never hear this story again. Well, but it just makes me laugh. So I had my battery, like a lithium battery taken away. Like, what do you call it? Uh, it's like portable charger. Yeah, like a portable, like portable charger. Portable and I had to, for your phone. Yeah. yeah, and I had to transfer through China. I wasn't even getting out of the airport, but to get on another flight to come to Melbourne. And on the way, I had, yeah, this charger that because, like, the labels have fa- had faded... <laughs> They took it away from me because they didn't know like the wattage of it. So they're like, "Wow, we we can't yeah. tell. It might be it might be too much." But there was a label on there that literally said "Made in China," and it was the same thing. I'm like, "But you guys made <laughs> yeah. this here, and now you're taking it away from me." And they were like, "Sorry," and yeah. And so, anyways, that's that's what it reminded me of, and it was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that story so many times when Andrea was here because she was so pissed at it. I it genuinely was. was thought we were past it. We are past <laughs> it. I'm just you know adding some, uh, uh, no, same same I scenario. I I'm over you. it. I bought a new one. I've got a new one now, and I'm going to be much more careful about where I travel with a battery pack. Very smart. Very um, smart. Have you had? And this just reminded me. Have you have you had issues with? passport stuff like your passport going through oh anywhere yeah. i actually had an issue right back to china in shanghai back in 2015 mm. i was flying through shanghai and for some reason the bottom right corner of my passport and this isn't that something that's happened it, it arrived this way i got a brand new passport um january 2015 Towards the end of the year, when it arrived, it had it almost looks like a little water damage, like before they put the passport photo into the passport. Yeah. Uh, so it's always been there. But in Shanghai, I think they were questioning if like the image had been replaced or altered or if that was some kind of. So I got pulled into secondary in Shanghai. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, because of. But that like, I mean, nothing exciting about the story. I just sat there and waited. Just until waited. I mean, eventually so decided it hadn't been tampered with. I had it, this was only recently. This is when I was coming back from uh, a work trip in Sweden only a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. So with the British passports now, they've got uh, which I think they have this in most places, but the automated gates where you put, put it in. It takes a scan of your face. Yeah. So we have them. Yeah. Here, yeah. So I did that with my passport, and I mean, I feel like these machines work like 50% of the time. So I find like, yeah, sometimes they work, other times it's like seek assistance, and then I have to go up to the desk. Um, Mm -hmm. So in this time, it happened, so I had to go up to the desk and actually speak to someone. So the woman uh, working, she sort of took my passport, um, and then I guess she had said like, oh, it didn't recognize your face. And then she's looking at my passport and she's looking at me and she's looking at my passport and me. And it's like she didn't think it was me. And I'm just kind of smiling. And then, you know, when you get really awkward and you don't know what face to make because in your passport you can't smile. (laughs) But then I'm smiling because I'm like, this is awkward. And she's like, okay, just relax your face. 
And she's like, oh, how old is this photo? And I'm like, I only got it less than two years ago. It's my first British passport. <laughs> and she's looking and then she started laughing because she's like, oh, yeah, this is quite recent. And uh, she just kept looking at it and me. And she's like, OK. Uh, and I'm like, I have my driver's license. Do you want another piece of ID? She's like, oh, yeah. First, here, sign, do your signature. So I had to sign a piece of paper. And then mm. I gave her my driver's license, which was my Canadian one. And I gave her that. She goes, oh, you're Canadian. I was like, well, yeah, but I've got I've got dual citizenship. She's like, no, 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 you're fine. Go ahead. And she let me go. Huh. It was the strangest thing. Do I really look that different in my passport? <laughs> like, it was the strangest thing. I thought I was going to get pulled in and they would be like, is this really you? And then I'm thinking, oh, my God, have I aged that much in the last two years? Oh. But- I had I had a country I had border security agent tell me because my passport photo I actually really like it like yeah I like I was mine feeling as well. good that day I was just my hair was good my skin was good like I was feeling good the day I got it and I was traveling one day and I was just like total bag like bag lady yeah. in it um so I was not looking my best but they were like ready to pop the question. The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. I know it's you, but it looks nothing like you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I know I'm not at my best right now, but you don't need to tell me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in my yeah. photo, I think we've talked about this before, but I feel like I've really mastered the smiles, right? Because you can't smile with your mouth, so you learn to smile with your eyes. Mm-hmm. But then it's really awkward if you try to do the smiles in person. So like this woman up security control. <laughs> You're trying to smolder. Yeah, You're trying like, to be smoldering. Why are you looking at me so seductively? So yeah, I didn't do that. I was just... <laughs> smiling with my big like goofy grin and she's like this doesn't look like you um but i thought that was funny and i'm like shit do i should i get a new photo done so i don't know guys just uh make sure you can master the face that you're making in your passport <laughs> as well no i feel like that's bad advice because then people think about their face and they start getting awkward <laughs> like i probably was 
Okay, so to go back, this one threw me for a loop because this is one I did not see is coming. I have had a couple driving through the U.S. border at different spots. And the one time I was going over with a girlfriend, we were driving down to Miami for a weekend, which in itself was crazy and exhausting because it was a 30 hour drive. Oh God, that to is stay a long for drive. two days and then 30 hours back. Well, we and we had a huge issue because they were like, oh, where are you going? We're like, oh, we're driving down to Miami. And they were like, OK, how long are you going to be there for? And they're like, we were like, we're coming back on Monday. And it was just the stupidest thing. And they, so obviously they didn't believe us. And my car got torn apart. Yeah, because they probably thought um, you were going to drop drugs off and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope. we were just driving to Miami for the weekend. Um, yeah, so they tore my car apart. All we had were summer dresses. They looked at every inch of that car, I think. And they were like, you girls are ridiculous, but go ahead. <laughs> like, And that same friend, another time we pulled up and the agent said, he goes, have either of you ever been arrested? And I'm like, nope, never. And she's like, arrested or charged, sir? Oh, no. <laughs> and, and he goes, I said arrested. And she's like, yep, yep, I have. I feel like I know what and, friend this was, by the way. And I'm, we won't I'm name just and looking, shame. I'm doing that thing where I'm in the driver's seat and I put my hand in the middle console and just turn and look at her. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Oh, and for the record, guys, it was not me. (laughs) (laughs) So we then both got pulled because they said to her, what have you been charged for? And she told them. I was like, "Mm, I'm learning some things about you today. Um, We got pulled out of the car and pulled into secondary, but in separate rooms. So you have been in second. You've been how many times? That's three times now you've been pulled in. Oh, and it's been way more than that. There's been oh uneventful times where I just get right. pulled in and then go. But this is Steph's episode, for guys, this- by the way. <laughs> <laughs> for this one, they pulled, I had to pull my car into a garage where they did, they tore it apart. They separated me and my girlfriend. So we were in different rooms. And then they interrogated each of us separately to see if we had the same story about what we were doing, which we did. It was all legit. Totally fair. Um, we were actually just going to Nashville for my 30th birthday. Like that's what we were doing. Yeah. So then it was fine. And the shitty thing about, I got to say, when they tear your car apart, they don't put it back together. So I'm talking when they like take out the spare tire and they do all the things, they just throw the bits and pieces and the nuts and bolts back into the car and you got to do it yourself later on. Yeah. So that was an interesting one. Learned some things about my friend, learned some things about how immigration works. I was going to say, was your friend's arrest due to anything drug related? Well, I mean, I don't want to tell her life story, but yeah. Yeah. But that's why I'm wondering with tearing the car off yeah you guys are going yeah. there for two days if they're like hey drug trafficking that's i mean yeah. i don't work border security but hey that's what would go through my mind <laughs> yeah yeah okay yep. yeah and i remember one time and same friend this was years before going through with her we just got randomly pulled aside no issue even and the car was torn apart and searched and i remember my dad i think i was like 17 when we did this and i messaged my dad because i took his car and not told him i was going to the states for the weekend I feel Um, like that's when you and I first met, by the way. (laughs) I used to do those things all the time. But um, yeah, I messaged him and I'm like, Daddy will be happy to know there's no drugs in your vehicle. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, what? Where are you? (laughs) Like, I'm in the United States. I will see you in a few days. For context, when Steph and I first met, she gave me a ride home from a party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the night we met. Yeah. And then she told me. She was going to Ohio for the weekend to go meet a friend. Yep. And I was like, yep. oh, your parents lend you the car for the weekend? 
to drive to the States. That's so nice of them. And Steph was like, they don't know. I'm just taking it. And it was that moment <laughs> I knew that we would be best friends forever. <laughs> well, can I just tell you on that trip too, this was before cell phones and GPS. I printed out a MapQuest. Yes, MapQuest. Map to my location in Ohio. And then I did the reverse directions to get back. And for how dumb I am when it comes to instructions, I cannot believe I got there and back. <laughs> I mean. With no issues. We kicked it old school back then. MapQuest. Yep. MapQuest for life. Yep. <laughs> so tons of US, U.S. issues, clearly. And I think that's honestly just because I lived within an hour. So I went to the U.S. all the time. So I feel like it was just an odds thing. I was going to get searched a bunch of times when you go that much. Uh, most recently, though, I got grilled here by Australian border security. And it was actually for following my visa requirements. Because when I came over to Australia, I came over on a tourist visa. Right. And it requires you to leave the country every 90 days. So I did that. I went to Bali. I went to New Zealand. I went to Fiji the third time. And when I got back from Fiji, they were like, okay. They pulled me into secondary as well in Australia. Mm -hmm. and they came in and they said they're like listen what are you doing here you're on a tourist visa you're flying in and out of melbourne not other states so obviously i'm not traveling around australia and i got grilled and i was just honest i told them you know i'm dating an australian blah 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 and they kind of said to me they're like this is not what this visa is for. You're not supposed to be here on that. And I said, I'm like, I know, but I was too old for the working holiday visa. And I kind of went through. And once they got the vibe, like I knew what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't, you know, being shady about it. They were kind of like, okay. But I walked out of there shaking. Like I was so scared. I was like, oh my God. Because um, it's scary. It's really intimidating. And, yeah. and they don't take that oh. stuff lightly, especially, I mean, again, if anyone's watched Border Control on that show, that's yeah. it's serious business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, guys, be, like I think we've said it before, visas are really important. You need to make sure that you've got the correct ones. You, you hear horror stories of people turning up to certain countries and they haven't done their research and they're like, oh, I need a visa. And mm -hmm. I think I've said before, I'll hold my hands up. I sometimes just, I know I need visas, but I just forget it's the one piece of planning for me that I'm like fuck I'm going somewhere in like three weeks I totally forgot to even look into this what type of visa do I need blah 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 but in terms of working like if you're gonna go work somewhere obviously I feel like most people should know that a visa a working visa is required now this didn't happen to me because obviously when I moved over to the UK, I was fully aware that I needed a visa to be able to work. But the, so the company I work for, this is years ago when they were still a startup, a very small startup tech company. Um, one of one of the girls that works with us, and she's been over here for years now, but when she originally moved over, she's from New York. Our company had said, hey, we want you to go over to uh, to Europe and, and sort of build up the company out there so they basically sent her over here and didn't really look into like visa requirement nothing which is i think insane for like a company yeah but she didn't look into it either so like she initially turned up and i guess just was like yeah i'm on the three month thing whatever and then she left and then tried to come back in and when she got back into the uk they were like what are you doing here like and i think she'd mentioned she was working and I don't know if she meant to say that or... Anyways, they're like, well, where's your visa? And she's like, oh, I don't have one. 
And they're like, well, oh how are gosh. you working here? And it was just this whole, how the fuck did you come over here and expect to work? And I think it was because she was getting paid still via the U.S. But I think because she had said, I'm working, they flagged yeah. it. And they were like, uh-uh-uh. So what happened, she couldn't go back to the U.S. either for some reason. I can't remember what happened there. So she ended up going through to like, she went to France, the Netherlands, Spain, and she basically was couch surfing for like three or four months before our company sorted her visa out for her. And then she was allowed back into the UK. So she basically had this mini Euro trip while she was still working remotely. But it was just, it boggled my mind that the company I work for, and this would never happen now. We're a big company where we have HR in place and they're aware of these uh, these things now. But back in the day, I guess they were like, yeah, just go to Europe and work. It's fine. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. The company really should have been on that. Well, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was pretty funny when she's like, well, I guess <laughs> I'll just go and sleep on people's couches for four months. I've known a number of people who've done that coming to Australia who, because Australia is really easy as a tourist. And guys, when I say easy, I know, I mean, it's not easy for everyone. There's mm-hmm. higher risk countries who have very hard times getting passports. So I'm not talking about that. But right. for an Australian ETA, electronic uh, travel visa, you apply online and usually you have it within the hour. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a criminal record or, you know, the five eyes, which are Canada, New Zealand, Australia, US, UK, who share intelligence. If, if you have a criminal record, you won't get it. But usually you get it within an hour. Yeah. But so many people just don't realize to come to Australia, you have to have that. Yeah. And so I've known people who land for their connection in Los Angeles, go to board the flight to Australia, and they're like, we can't let you on the plane. You don't, you didn't get that. Luckily for them in Australia, they're on, or in LA, they're online and they're typing it in and they get it so that they can board their flight. But it's like, why? That is cutting it so close. You just reminded me of someone, uh, someone else I know, that they had to do the route. They were going, I believe it was Australia. It must have been. And they went via LA. And I guess they needed the, what is it, the ESTA for the US as well, even though they were just transiting oh, yeah. through. Yep. Which they didn't realize. So I think we've said, we've talked about this before, but... Don't get yourself in that scenario. Like, look up, check. Even if you're mm-hmm. transiting through certain countries, like what? And I did the same when I was coming to see you. Um, I had to go through China, and I started panicking. Like a few days before I left, I'm like, "Fuck, do I need a visa to transit through China?" Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess I didn't. I looked into it, and they were like, "No, it's fine." But yeah, so if you're going through the U.S., you still need to get that. Est- it's like seven bucks or something, isn't it? I know the Canadian one's like seven dollars. The American one is something like that. It's, yeah, it's like 20 bucks or something like that. But yeah, my partner has to get it anytime we go home to Canada for connecting. We even said next time we're connecting in Vancouver because it's a pain in the ass going through LA. Um, yeah, and anyone connecting there needs to get a US visa. Do you know what the weirdest thing I had at a border though was? What's up? Um, I was driving up to the US border. This was in 2017. And driving up, there was no one at the border. No other cars, which is never a good sign because it means the agent has all the time in the world to ask you questions. Right. They're bored. So I'm driving up. I'm like, here we go. And sure enough, they're asking tons of questions. And then the woman, she said to me, oh, are you married? I'm like, no, not married. Are you divorced? No, not divorced. She's like, why? Uh, who's Steph Page? What is that about? And I said, oh, that's just what I, like, Paige is my middle name. That's what I use online rather than my last name. Right. And she's like, oh, okay. All right. Cool. And she 
did a couple things, let me go, I'm driving. And suddenly I'm like, wait a minute, that was the United States Board of Security. Why do they have a file on me (laughs) where they have as an alias, it sounds so ominous, that my name is Steph Page. Like this wasn't my own country. This was a different country. Um, so that one I thought was pretty interesting because I'm like, all right, that's a foreign government with intel on me. How? Why would they have a file on you? What have you done, stuff? Well, I the the only thing I can think of is that they had when I got my global global traveler, my Nexus card. You do have an interview with United States Border Security and Canada Border Security. Obviously, they want they both want to deem you a trusted traveler. Right. So I don't know if they did any research or anything. I didn't give them any of my online stuff, but clearly someone must have when they were vetting me. So it's scary, scary world. I mean, that's a whole different conversation with the United States now looking to monitor people's social media. Keep that shit on private, guys. <clears throat> really, I always think if people are worried, delete the apps from your phone. <laughs> like, But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was an interesting one for me. And I think the funniest one was, I'll post this photo on our Twitter. So years back, I was in the Dominican Republic, and they are notorious for this drink called Mama Juana. And I, me and I was with three girlfriends. We all got the photo, and it's a tourist thing. Well, they, they put the photo of you on a bottle of Mama Juana for you to take home. Obviously, it has properties. You mix it with alcohol. And you get gets y'all fucked up. Loopy loopy. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I took it home, and then this was the flight, I mentioned it in another episode, where we actually missed our flight, and we had to get on the next one. So my luggage didn't make it home for a few days after me, and this was the one actually where we got to bypass border security entirely. Because you guys were running so late for this flight. They were running to get us on that next flight, and they were just lifting up the security, like, go, go. And we were like, okay, we're (sighs) totally bypassing security, but my bag didn't bypass security. It arrived a few days later with a lovely note from the Canadian Food Inspection Agency mm. advising me that Mama Juana is apparently illegal to bring into Canada in dry form. You can bring oh. home um, the liquid version. Why? Because basically it's a certain kind of tree bark and stuff and that were the properties. I'm not going to describe it right. But yeah, it's basically a certain kind of tree bark. Um, so you're kind of importing foreign wood, um, which is not allowed. So they confiscated it. They took it out of my bag. So when my bag finally arrived, I have this lovely letter, but it is great. And I still have it to this day because it looks like it says per CFIA requirement, blah, blah, blah. Um, mama wanna not allowed, but it looks like they wrote marijuana. Oh, I was going to say, cause you showed me this photo and I'm like, I thought oh. it said marijuana. So uh, it yep. And I sent it to you and I loved that you said that back because when I, po- I posted it on Facebook years ago, laughing, being like interesting day and people on my Facebook were like, wow, that is a very serious charge importing uh. drugs. Like good luck with that. Like all these rude ass comments. And I was like. You idiots. Like, I'm the last person in the world oh who's going to import drugs. You are a drug trafficker then. I knew it. <laughs> I knew, that's why they tore your car up, because you, you tried to smuggle marijuana I... back into Canada, even though it's legal now. <laughs> I, apparently, I'm a very suspicious person, but have you ever smuggled anything in, Andrea? Um, I mean, don't tell me you haven't brought more liquor than you're supposed to. No, not really. I did bring, I remember when I was like 16, 
And I flew, I mean, I was still within the country, but from British Columbia to Ontario, I smuggled like a little nugget of weed in <laughs> and I thought I was so bad. Well, that's within, it's within the same country. I know, but I remember You're like, not, yeah, I was out it's there. It's still dumb. Well, I know it's not the same, but I felt like I was a criminal because everyone knows <laughs> the weed is way better in British Columbia than it is in Ontario. And so, yeah. I was like, I got to take some of this back, back when I was like my stoner days. <laughs> you were such a badass. And so I put it in my bra and I remember like going through oh um, security. That still and... makes me nervous. I know, but I was it. like, <gasps> I mean, I would never do that now. I don't even smoke weed anymore, but I would never do that now. But yeah, I remember like this, nut- it was like tiny. Even if I got caught with it, they'd be like, just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I technically smuggled drugs across Canada I'm going to get arrested now. Someone's going to listen to this in the UK. Now, when you got home, were you like, guys, look at this weed I got from BC. Yeah. I was like, so all smug cool. about it. Yeah. All my friends thought I was so Aww. cool. Um, I mean, it was enough to probably smoke like I, it was tiny. I mean, it was barely a joint, but yeah. Um, but wow. besides that. You, and you're calling me a drug trafficker. Listen to you. <laughs> um, no, I've never brought back. Like, I don't really bring stuff back. And it's so funny because I was having this discussion when I got back from uh, Costa Rica with my my brother-in-law and my sister. And we flew back to Toronto. And on their custom cards that you have to fill out, obviously, before you go through. Um, I mean, I put zero because I hadn't actually bought anything from Costa Rica. And then my brother-in-law put like $100 worth of goods or something. And I was like, oh, what did you buy? And he's like, oh, I didn't buy anything, but I always just put something on there. So it doesn't seem suspicious. And I'm like, what? Oh. And I'm like, but that's stupid. Like, why not just tell the truth? I just didn't understand that. But, and I've never thought of it. But I mean, I've literally, I don't, and that's the thing, I don't ever shop. I don't ever bring stuff back. So I've always just written nothing and I go through. But I don't think I've ever been stopped. Be like, oh, we're going to I always put like $10 and the agents are always like, why? Well, that's what I mean. But if and you I'm like, well, actually... I did buy magnets. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You claim? Yeah, are you I supposed to it. claim magnets? Well, anything that's going to be gifts for other people. Yeah, but a, like a magnet worth like a dollar? They're gifts, so I put it down. I feel like zero is more suspicious than. I mean, I get that. it, but if you haven't brought anything back, why lie about it? That's what I mean. That's no, my point. I always bring something back. Yeah, I, I don't. The line's weird like yeah well, that's that what i mean more, i was yeah. like that's the strangest thing i've ever heard and you like you put down a hundred dollars and you i was like what did you actually bring back he's like oh nothing i'm like what like what <laughs> did you ever do this is a very common canadian when you hear about um because when the dollars are on par everything or close to on par everything in the u.s is way cheaper because yeah. the prices are written lower so a lot of times canadians will go to the u.s for a day or two do shit ton of shopping come home and the good old, like, this yeah. was already in my bag and I took it with me or I'm wearing three sweaters and because I'm cold um, so that they don't have to pay duty on everything they bought there. Did you ever do that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I can remember, yeah, when I was younger. I mean, I'd go with my parents and they'd be like, nothing. No, we were just window shopping. <laughs> I mean, everyone, <laughs> everyone did that. And I'm convinced yeah. that border control knew that that's what Canadians oh, were yeah. doing, especially on like something like a Black Friday. And they didn't care. They're like, all right, go ahead. I think their border security are pretty trained on looking for, you know, real red flags, security yeah. concerns or like 
significant dollar amounts. But the one time going to the United States, I was going with a girlfriend who was uh, trying on wedding dresses. And uh, and this was a bad one because I actually couldn't find my Canadian passport. So I took my Irish passport. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting up there and there's like an hour, an hour and a half line in the cars. It was that that can happen any day. Like one to two hours is a normal wait at the border. So we're there and we're waiting and her appointment was just across the border. And she's like, oh, I got my wedding dress appointment at David's Bridal at X time. And I'm like, she's like, we're going to be late. I'm like, just, they don't give a shit if you're late. And she's like, no, I can't be late. When I get up there, I'm going to fucking tell them that we've got to be there. I'm like, oh God, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) You do not want to be yelling at these people. (laughs) Like, please do not. Um, and we got up and thankfully, of course, it was my passport. That was the issue. Cause, and he, he said, he's like, why do you have an Irish one? Everyone has a Canadian one. And I just said, I'm Canadian. I got my dual citizenship. My Canadian one expired. So I only had this one today. And he, the guy was like, I'm going to process you as a Canadian because this will be a pain in the ass. Otherwise I'm like, okay, thank you, sir. (laughs) Thank you kindly. Yeah. Um, So it worked out, but I, yeah, I was like, I guess for people who don't travel often, they think you can just mouth off at border agents. And I'm like, yeah, no, "Mm." definitely. That should be universal common sense. Even if you don't cross borders. Yeah. And don't get, if you are getting pulled over for something, do not get assy with them. Just be cooperative. Smile. Yeah. Smize if you have to. <laughs> Seduce that agent. Yeah. We need to do a huge knock on wood for this episode because I'm coming to see you in five weeks. Yes. Steph will be here. So, Steph, make sure you've yep. got your passport that's not expired. Yep. Make sure that you are not smuggling any drugs Deal. into the UK. Um, you don't want some Australian ween? I wouldn't even know where to find it. <laughs> I, I say I wouldn't even know. I'd be asking strangers on the street, like, "Excuse me, sir." <laughs> we don't need any problems before you get over here. No, and make sure you get the right visa. I don't think you need one, do you? I mean, I came to see you last time and didn't have one, so there you go. Okay, guys, to sum it up for today, a always have the right visa. I know it goes without saying. We did a whole segment on this in our July episode on the minimum you need to know or do for any trip, and just be honest. Be yeah. honest. Be smart, and don't smuggle drugs. And don't travel with friends that have criminal convictions. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next week. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook, by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 